What's up? What's up, Every Nation Campus Kabanatuan? And welcome again to our podcast. Ayun. Yes, welcome guys. So, kamusta? Kamusta kayo? Kamusta kayo, guys? Oo, miss na namin kayo, guys. Dahil episode 3 na tayo. Yes, so, ang talaga na sa 100 ang listeners natin dito. Pero eto yun sama. Kung listener nga kayo dito, gusto lang namin mag-survey. I-PM nyo naman kami ni Sam. Ayun, so you can search us. Yeah, Mr. T. <laughs> so, yun. Pwede nyo kami i-search sa Facebook. I am Lowell Mark T. Ramos. At ikaw, Sam, ano ba yung Facebook mo? Sam de Guzman. <laughs> Ganun lang. Sam de Guzman. Diba? Simple as you can PM us. At yes. Sabihin nyo tayo sabihin dito. <laughs> diba Sam? Ayun. Week 3 na tayo or episode 3 na tayo dito sa podcast natin ng tayo tayo. Imagine mo yon Umaandar ang podcast natin. Pero bago mo na yan, let's have a quick recap. What's ano yung nangyari nung episode 1 and episode 2? Nung episode 1, we talk about, yun nga, about life of Nehemiah, di ba? Tapos, nabalitaan niya doon kung ano yung nangyayari sa Jerusalem. Di ba? Tapos, ang ganda lang, na pinag-usapan natin doon, paano unang nag-respond si Nehemiah? That he responded in prayers by remembering God's promise to them. Di ba? Na grabing power yon na pwede naman kasi nga alam natin sa Nehemiah is a cup bearer but at the end of the day he prayed to God first yon at sa week 2 naman Sam ano naman yon ang week 2 naman dito naman ang pag-usapan natin kung paano pinakita ni God yung ating yung vision niya sa ating community sa ating mundo and dito din pinakita din kung, pa, kung gano kalaki yung mag- magiging difference pag merong participation sa atin so yon yun yung week 2 natin. Sa so week 3 kaya ako. Ano kaya yung ano kaya pag-uusapan natin ngayon? Ayun, grabe yung pag-uusapan natin ngayon, 'di ba? Alam ko medyo painit ng painit yung mga pinag-uusapan natin ngayon. Pero bago mo yan, habang umiinit din ang panahon at bumabalik tayo sa normal ulit. Ito yes. ang tanong ko lang Sam, 'di ba? Ito pwede niyo kaming i-chat din kung ano yung sagot niyo dito. Since pabalik na tayo sa face-to-face, ano yung nami-mismong ginagawa nyo sa classroom ng mga classmates nyo? Or barkada, yon or with teachers? Cheers. Ayun, ikaw ba Sam? Ano'ng nami-miss mo? Sige. Ah, sa akin, syempre nami-miss ko yung ano, siguro yung time na pag walang teacher, nagja-jamming kami, talagang tumutugtog ng gitara, tapos sabay-sabay kayong kakanta, tapos 'di ba? Ang solid lang. Then syempre, meron pa yung lalabas kayo magkakaibigan para kumuha ng pagkain habang wala pa teacher. Tapos mamaya magche-chat yung kaklase niyo. Uy, andito na si Ma'am. Sabay-sabay ko yung tatakbo. <laughs> Tapos may matatapa pa. <laughs> nakakamiss lang, nakakamiss lang. Wow, grabe yun. Akala ko yung magpapaalam na magsi-CR pero sa kantin pala ang tuloy. Hindi, wag niyo yung gagawin, guys. <laughs> Alam wag ko, masarap na. ang flying Oreo sa Wesleyan. Uy, grabe, nakakamiss naman yun. Or yung flying sisig. <laughs> yes, okay. Yung kasama pang ice coffee yun. Grabe. So, yeah. Wow, may ice coffee pala doon. Akala ko blue lemonade lang. Hi kay Ate Nancy. Uy. Wow, hello Ate Nancy. <laughs> Ayun, at eto na nga Sam. Ayun, wag na natin tong patagalin pa. Ayun, I am so excited to hear from this preacher, one of our campus missionary. 
dito sa Every Nation Campus Kabanatuan, Coach Wena. And let's hear now from Coach Wena Santa Maria. Hello, hello, ayan, meron na. Hello guys, good evening once again. Welcome to our youth service. May energy ba dyan? Palakpak nga kayo, gusto ko marinig yung energy. Ayan, sino sa inyo dito, nandito kayo last week nung nag-preach si Coach Ryan. Taas niyo yung kamay niyo. Natatawa si Kirby. Wag kang mag-alala, hindi ako magpaparecite ito ang ginawa ni Coach Ryan. Um, by the way nga pala, kung napapansin niyo, um, we have prepared something for you dun sa lobby natin. Later, kung nabitin kayo sa mga snacks, tapos gusto niyo pa mag-hangout after the service, kung hindi tayo mag-overtime, pwede tayo mag-hangout dun sa lobby. Sulitin natin yung pinerpe ng production team natin. And if you wanna be part nga pala of our uh, volunteer ministries, uh, meron tayong uh, mga sign-up cards dyan sa mga chairs natin. So if you're interested to be part of that, kung gusto mo lang talagang mag-serve, gusto mo lang talagang sumama dito, serving with us sa mga ministries natin, sign up lang kayo. So meron nga yung production team, sila yung nag-work para mas mapaganda pa yung experience natin dito sa youth service para mas maging fun pa. And also, meron din mga talented kanina, na-appreciate nyo ba yung uh, praise and worship natin? Ang galing, no? Napa-worship talaga ako sa music team natin. And also, meron din communications team, communications ministry Naiwan ko yung clicker ko, so pasundan na lang if ano. So, yung communications team, um, they work mostly behind the scenes. And yung, yung um, TSM din, technical and stage management, sila yung nagme-make sure na smooth yung flow ng program natin. Ushering, kung tingin mo, hospitable ka. Um, para dyan ka sa ushering. And also, yung admin support natin, nagtitirintas ng buhok. <laughs> Nag-organize ng mga bagay-bagay dito sa youth service. So, be part of that sa mga volunteer ministries natin. So, yun nga, kung mamaya uh, gusto niyo pa mag-hangout, tomorrow din, meron din tayong weekend hangout. Sabihin mo nga, tomorrow, weekend hangout. Yan, 6pm yan via Zoom. Naka-up na yung link natin sa Facebook page natin. So welcome na welcome lang dyan kahit sino. Especially yung mga friends natin na hindi pa natin nakikita dito sa youth service. I-invite nyo sila dyan. Kasi lalo na next week, for sure, mamimiss natin yung isa't isa. Kasi wala tayong youth service on-site. Kasi may announcement na meron, dang, meron daw power interruption sa buong kabalatuan. So, Tune in lang kayo, uh, may Facebook Live pa rin tayo, we'll be joining Santa Rosa team. So, 4.30pm yon sa Facebook Live, so abangan nyo lang just for next Friday lang, March 25. Asa na ba yun? Yan. So, as we move forward, yun nga, nasa tayo, tayo, series pa rin tayo. Third week na natin. Um, konting kwento lang, last Monday, uh, pumunta kami sa Manila. Um, sinundo namin yung lolo namin doon sa airport. Sino sa inyo dito nararamdaman nyo na yung pagtaas ng mga bilihin? Hindi lang sa gas, pero especially sa gas, di ba? Nakikita natin yung mga memes na to. Di ba? Sabi nila, gusto na lang daw nilang maging gasolina para mahal din ako, di ba? Yung gasolina kasi mahal eh. So, yung iba naman, pag gusto mo daw mag-fine dining, pumunta ka lang sa gasoline station, fine dining na yan. And also, ito, 
ito funny to eh. Parang, oy 40 pesos lang dito sa gas station na to. Pero, kalahating litro lang pala. Parang, galing sa marketing nung gumawa nyan. And also, ito sa report card daw. Nakikita lang yan. 94, parang, ito, yung, yung presyo ng gasolina, parang grades lang natin sa school. Ako, hindi pa ako nakakapag-drive. Wala pa akong sariling sasakyan. Pero alam ko lang din na kapag gusto ko mag-travel ngayon, hindi rin ako basta-basta makakapag-travel. Kailangan ko ng money. Kailangan ko ng budget. Kailangan kong um, i-consider din yung emergency fund. Hindi ako basta-basta makakapag-travel. So, nung Monday, nung sinabi nung mama ko na may susunduin kami sa airport, sabi ko, sama ako kasi libreng, ano eh, libreng travel na yan. Saka miss na miss ko na rin talagang lumuhas. So, nung pupunta kami sa airport, um, na-receive namin yung news na kinabukasan daw, tataas na naman yung gas ng 12 pesos. So, nung gabi, nung pauwi na kami, medyo inumaga rin kasi kami ng uwi, hinabol talaga namin yung 12 midnight para magpagas, para magpa-full tank na. So, you know, people are lining up sa gas station nung araw na yun. Kasi, Iniisip nila, kailangan ko nang i-grab to dahil baka kinabukasan, yun nga, tataas na naman. Or sa mga susunod na araw, 100 pesos na, na daw yung gas. We cannot afford to buy anymore. And itong economic crisis na pinagdadaanan, pinagdadaanan natin right now, um, noong una, ang iniisip lang natin, it's because of the pandemic. Pero actually, right now, parang ang dahilan din yung conflict na nangyayari between Ukraine and Russia. And amazing how we're talking about this series, Tayo Tayo, about standing together um, for the building of our nation. And as we hear more um, about this in the coming weeks, I believe God is already doing something na sa transformation ng nation natin. At may magagawa rin tayo. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, may magagawa ka. Totoo ba yun? May magagawa ako, tsaka may ginagawa rin si God sa transformation natin. But how is it that God is doing something for our transformation? Kung ito yung nangyayari ngayon sa sitwasyon natin, may ginagawa ba talaga si God? May magagawa ba talaga ako? You know, it also breaks my heart kapag may nakikita akong mga tao, families na surviving. Surviving na lang. Alam niyo yung isang kayod, isang toka. Meron din ako mga friends na They find it difficult to get a decent job. Parang hirap na hirap talaga sila sa trabaho nila. Yung iba umiiyak kasi ang dami nilang oras ginugugol sa trabaho tapos gayto lang kaliit yung kinikita nila. Maybe some of us also have family members na um, nasa abroad. Yung ang daming sakripisyo para sa pamilya para lang makapag-provide. Kailangan mag-OFW para lang makapag-provide sa pamilya nila. So we ask God, Lord, Are you really building our, our nation? Are you really building our families? Nasaan yung provision mo? Nagpro-provide ka ba talaga? Right now, nasa book pa rin tayo ng Nehemiah. And as we talk about yung journey ni Nehemiah, my prayer is that makita natin yung providence ni God sa life ni Nehemiah. And tayo, tayo rin, we, we will also be compelled to believe once again na may ginagawa talaga si God sa buhay natin and sa buong mundo. Ready ba tayo doon? Pray muna tayo. Lord, 
Thank you, God, for today. Thank you, Lord, that we have the opportunity to, re- to hear about your word through the life of Nehemiah. I pray, God, na buksan mo, God, yung ears namin, yung hearts namin, so that um, yung perspective namin ma-realign, Lord, sa kung anong gusto mong perspective namin, Lord. May we see you, Lord, through this uh, message, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So today, pag-uusapan nga natin, we'll try to look at um, God's providence in the life of Nehemiah. Pero first, i-define mo natin ano ba yung uh, providence. Yung provision and providence, both are beautiful. Pero meron silang slight difference. Yung provision, it's the act of providing or making previous preparation. So pag sinabing provision, um, iyahanda ko na to. Kasi kailangan, kailangan mo to para sa iyan, nakalaan talaga dyan yan. Yung providence, it's the act of providing or preparing for future use or application. So parang provision din. Pero itong providence, my foresight, my care, especially the foresight and care which God manifests for His creatures. And if I may say, itong providence, it's God's supernatural move. para mag-provide sa children niya. Providence is the governance of God by which He, with wisdom and love, cares for and directs all things in the universe. Yung providence, hindi lang siya basta provision. God provides for His children with wisdom and love. And because of His love and care for His children, kayang-kaya niyang i-direct Lahat ng bagay sa buong mundo, sa buong universe, just to bring about provision for them and to fulfill His purposes. That's divine providence. And si Nehemiah, itong divine providence na to, he experienced that firsthand. Mula pa lang nung nagkaroon siya ng burden to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. Nehemiah chapter 1 pa lang, meron ng providence si God sa life ni Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 12. O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name. Ito yung prayer niya. Give success to your servant today and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. Now, I was a cupbearer to the king. Yung position niya, cupbearer siya. So, Him being a cupbearer, that seemingly small position, yet without him being that, being that cupbearer, wala siguro siyang magiging access sa king. Hindi lang siya yung, di ba nabanggit ni Coach Ryan, tiga-tikim daw ng wine yon, tiga-check kung may lason bago kainin ng king. Hindi lang siya ganun. He was also a trusted advisor to the king. Pinagkakatiwalaan siya nung king. So dito pa lang, makikita na natin, may providence talaga si God sa buhay ni Nehemiah. So yung providence na yun, yung pagiging cupbearer niya, naging blessing yun for him to be able to do something for the rebuilding of the wall. You know, sometimes we're also placed in that um, kind of position, that seemingly small, insignificant position. Diba, minsan sinasabi natin, pang parami lang naman ako dito sa klase na to eh. I'm just an average student. Wala naman akong ambag dito. Hindi nga ako nagpa-participate sa kahit ano eh. Wala akong ambag. 
Dito, attendee lang ako sa youth service. Um, sumasayaw-sayaw lang ako kapag praise and worship. Sumisigaw-sigaw lang din ako pumapalakpak. Pero hindi ako pang change the campus, change the world. Low-key lang ako. You may think like that. You may think that way. But let me tell you this. Your seemingly small, insignificant position right now can be God's providence in your life. Hindi mo man ma-realize yun ngayon, pero where you are right now can be a way for the fulfillment of God's purpose in your life and also for the purposes sa buhay ng ibang tao, for, the redemption, for His redemption plan. Again, we may not understand it yet right now, but someday, we will look back and say, kaya pala, kaya pala hinayaan ako ni God dito sa position na to, sa situation ko na to. Kasi providence pala ni God yun. Diba? Kaya pala may pandemic kasi para mas maintindihan ko yung sovereignty niya, para mas maintindihan ko yung care niya. Kasi providence din pala ni God yun. And sometimes also, because we don't see God's blessings, God's provision, nako-confused din tayo. Minsan tinatanong natin, dito pa ba ako? May ginagawa pa ba talaga si God sa buhay ko? Pinili ko yung course na to, pinili ko yung strand na to, pero bakit parang walang blessing? Bakit parang walang provision na maliba ako ng pinili? Pero question, in times of confusion and in time of need, ano yung ginagawa natin? What do we do? Si Nehemiah, he might also need some courage ng mga time na yun. And also confidence from God. Kaya, grabe yung prayers niya eh. Sobrang prayerful ni Nehemiah. Sobrang laki din kasi ng vision niya. Yung vision niya to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, hindi yun simple. Pero in times of not just confusion, pero fears, doubts, Nehemiah prayed. Nakita natin, makikita natin sa life din ni Nehemiah yung importance ng prayer para sa vision niya to rebuild the walls of, Je- of Jerusalem. He never ceased praying. And during that time, I believe, um, kailangan talaga ng courage ni Nehemiah. Kasi alam niya rin na si King Artaxerxes, yung pinakilala rin last week ni Coach Ryan sa atin, si King Artaxerxes, Uh, na kailangan niyang i-approach, siya rin mismo yung nag-decree na pahinto na, wag na nating ituloy yung pag-rebuild ng walls of Jerusalem. Imagine that, di ba? Mapapapray ka rin siguro talaga kung ikaw si Nehemiah. Kasi alam ko, kailangan ko ng favor nung king para maituloy ko yung pag-rebuild ng wall. Pero alam niya rin na si King Artaxerxes, siya rin yung nagpa-stop na wag nang ituloy yung pag-rebuild ng walls of Jerusalem. Alam niyo minsan yung pag may exam, parang, Lord, um, baka hindi pumayag yung professor ko pag inas ko siya na ipapospon yung exam. Pero Lord, kailangan-kailangan ko lang talaga. Kailangan namin na mga kaklase, kukulang yung time namin para mag-review. He also needed God to move in his situation. Yung prayers ni Nehemiah, He never ceased praying. And nung na-receive niya rin yung news about uh, the walls of Jerusalem, um, counting background, it was in the month of Shislev. And according to some scholars, um, yung month of Shislev daw, 
November or December daw yun. Now, in chapter 2, itong tinatakal natin right now, when he finally approached the king and presented his request, it was already in the month of Nisan. Yung month of Nisan daw, it's March or April. So, yung four months na yun, parang four months na yun nakaraan before he finally asked the king, before he finally approached the king. It took him four months. Four months of praying and fasting to the Lord. At first, anxious siya about the walls of Jerusalem. And probably as a cupbearer, kailangan niya rin um, maging positive and encouraging. He needs to stay positive ng mga time ngayon. And sabi rin ng mga scholars, insulting nga daw sa king kapag nakita ng king na um, hindi ka masaya. Kasi parang sa kanila ang dating nun, am I not enough? <laughs> hindi ba... Hindi ba enough yung uh, pinoprovide ko para sa inyo? Pero tingin ko si Nehemiah, terrified lang talaga siya. Kasi alam niya eh kung sino yung kakausapin niya eh. Yung someone na nagpa-stop para na i-restore yung, yung walls ng Jerusalem. Terrified din siya during that four months of waiting. Siguro ang nasa isip niya, ma-approve ba to? Papansinin kaya ako nung king kapag kinausap ko siya? Pag ba nakita niya na ganito yung sitwasyon ko, sisisantihin kaya niya ako bilang cupbearer? Yun yung mga tumatakbo sa isip niya probably. See, when we pray for God's provision, for God's favor, the answer is not always instant. Madalas nga, pinaghihintay tayo ni Lord eh. Like Nehemiah, in the midst of his hesitations, his doubts, his fears, he waited on God. And hindi niya minanipulate yung answers dun sa prayers niya. Yung paghihintay niya, it's not a senseless waiting. He prayed actively. He was in constant communication with God. And when it was time to uh, speak to the king, still, nagpray pa rin si Nehemiah. And because of his consistent prayers, he was able to build up courage to take action to bring up his concerns to the king. Dahil nagpray siya na nagpray, nagkaroon siya ng courage para kausapin yung king. In verse 4, Then the king said to me, What are you requesting? Ano ba yung gusto mo, Nehemiah? And so I prayed to the God of heaven. And I said to the king, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight that you send me to Judah, to the city of my father's graves, that I may rebuild it. Yung una niyang request, payagan mo ako na pumunta doon para i-rebuild yung walls of Jerusalem. Ito yung sunod na sinabi ng king sa kanya. Gano ka ba katagal mawawala? How long will you be gone? Kailan ka babalik? When will you return? Pero sa mga susunod, susunod na sinabi dyan nung king, he agreed without hesitation. Kasi si Nehemiah, nakapagbigay siya ng answer sa king. Binigay niya yung time kung kailan siya babalik. Alam niya kung gano lang siya katagal mawawala. May plano si Nehemiah even before pa siya kausapin, even before pa niya kausapin yung king. May plano na siya. Nehemiah took action by presenting his plan to the king. And you know what, hindi pa doon natapos yung request ni Nehemiah. In verse 
And I said to the king, If it pleases the king, let letters be given me to the governors of the province beyond the river. Now, si Nehemiah boldly asked the king if he can give him passes para paraanin siya ng mga governor na ng mga dadaanan niyang province. And itong mga governors na to, na may encounter niya, Ito rin yung mga tao na nag-persuade kay King Artaxerxes para ihinto yung pag-rebuild ng walls of Jerusalem. Now, talk about confidence. Ito yung mga tao na nag-persuade kay King na i-stop yung pag-rebuild ng, ng walls of Jerusalem. Nehemiah was asking him to give, give him letters para hindi siya harangin. Di ba ngayon kapag nagte-travel tayo, um, kailangan natin meron tayong QTP Kailangan natin ng um, QR code para paraanin tayo sa mga checkpoint. Kailangan natin ng powerful passes para uh, hindi tayo harangin dun sa checkpoint. Now, itong si Nehemiah, sabi niya, bigyan mo ako ng QTP para, para smooth yung pag-travel ko dun sa Judah para hindi ako harangin. Now, Nehemiah actually um, carefully planned for this. Kasi alam na alam niya eh, yung mga kailangan niya. Alam niya na um, yung mga governors, kailangan niya ng valid na passes, kailangan niya ng pirma ng king para paraanin siya dun. Pero hindi lang ito yung, yung request ni Nehemiah. Now, Nehemiah goes further pa about his request. In verse 8, in a let- letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the fortress of the temple. Si Nehemiah, nanghingi pa ng, ng gift certificate, di ba? Para, para sa mga materials niya sa pag-build ng hindi lang walls. Di ba, wall lang ah, yung pinag-uusapan natin dito. Di ba, walls lang yung ibibuild mo. Pero sabi niya, kailangan ko ng timber para don sa temple na ibibuild ko, don sa bahay na titiran namin ng mga workers ko. Di ba, ang kapal na mukha ni Nehemiah para manghingi nito. Grabe yung courage niya. Grabe yung confidence niya. Definitely, it was a result of his consistent prayers and careful planning in the past four months. Bago niya i-present yung request niya doon sa king, nakapag-pray siya ng maigi, nakapag-plano siya ng maigi. Now, when we believe for God's breakthrough for us and for the nation, we pray and we also act. Hindi lang tayo pwedeng maghintay lang na may mag-open na door dyan, may mag-open na, may mag-open na opportunity dyan. Kailangan natin gawin pareho. We need to act We need to pray, we need to listen, and must remember that ultimately, si God yung magbibigay ng open doors sa atin and ng opportunities. So as a result, ito yung sabi ng king. And the king granted me what I asked, for the good hand of my God was upon me. Nagbunga yung kakapalan ng mukha ni Nehemiah. Nagbunga yung prayers niya. And he, ito, may trivia ulit ako. Um... Isa dito sa mga, I believe, important thing na kailangan natin manotis dito sa event ng life ni Nehemiah. Si King Artaxerxes, hindi siya Christian. He's a pagan king. Imagine, si Nehemiah was talking to someone who does not worship God. Kumbaga, nasa kabilang partido. Yeah. My point is, God can use anything 
or anyone to bring about providence in our lives. God can move powerful people to act in ways that accord to His plans and in favor for His people. And that's providence. So kahit sinong umupo sa posisyon ngayon, di ba, election season, kahit sinong umupo dyan, God can use him or her to bring about providence in our lives, to bring about transformation sa mga buhay natin. God's providence means He can direct all His creation so that He can fulfill His purposes for us and for the world. And God has given us madaming opportunities so we can act upon what He has called us to do. Paparating na yung election. And sino dito yung mga voters na? Boboto na kayo sa election this year. Most of us here, voters na, and we still have many weeks to go bago yung election. Madami pa tayong time. But let's also be reminded na hindi yung kandidato yung magbabago ng buhay natin. Hindi kung sino man, hindi yung presidente yung magbabago. Hindi, hindi sila yung sagot sa problema natin, sa problema ng bansa natin, ng nation natin. Yung just pa rin, yung makakapagbago ng sitwasyon natin. And God has already provided us the ultimate answer. Si Jesus yung sagot. Si Jesus yung um, ultimate answer is through Jesus Christ that we can bring about change in our nation. And He will definitely use whoever, whoever He will put in the position to bring about providence in our lives. Kahit sino pa yung umupo sa position na yun. Kahit sino pwede niyang gamitin. And also, di ba, parang ang dami pang time. Ang dami pa nating time before yung election. Madami pa tayong time, pero huwag natin sayangin yung oras natin. Let's not lose the opportunity to vote and vote wisely. While praying for a candidate, you can now act. Kahit hindi pa election, kahit hindi pa election season, we can take part in the nation building. I want to share this story of Brixter. Um, he's a student sa Every Nation Campus Santa Rosa. Nung pandemic season, um, sabi niya nagpe-pray siya na magbago yung sitwasyon nila ng pamilya nila. And hindi lang yung sa pamilya nila, hindi lang for himself and his family. Pero pinagpe-pray niya rin yung mga kapwa niya, Lord, baguhin mo yung sitwasyon namin, mag-provide ka sa amin. Kasi imagine nung nagsastart yung pandemic, parang lahat tayo clueless. Tapos yung mga jobs, ang daming nawalan ng jobs. And sila Brickster kasi, hindi sila ganun ka-well off. So, he was earnestly praying, Lord, gumawa ka ng paraan, mag-provide ka sa amin. Pero, may twist si God sa life ni Brickster and his family. Yung lolo niya, nung um, pandemic season, nag-positive sa COVID. And dumating din daw sila sa point na parang delikado na. Alam mo yung nag-aagaw buhay na. Ako rin nun eh, nung... nung um, kasagsagan ng COVID, pinagpipray ko na, Lord, okay lang. Um, siguro kami parang protektahan mo kami, pero Lord, mas protektahan mo yung lolo't lola namin. Kasi alam ko kapag sila yung tinamaan, baka delikado na rin. And hindi ko lang din ma-imagine yung pinagdadaanan, pinagdaanan ni Brickster that time. Dumating talaga sila sa point na parang delikado na, nag-aagaw buhay na. Pero praise God, nung pangalawang test daw nung lolo niya, nag-negative na. So, na-rescue yung, yung lolo niya from COVID. 
And because of that, nagkaroon sila ng opportunity na magpatuloy. Kasi si Brickster meron talaga siyang compassion for the community. He started a community pantry together with his family. And yung community pantry na to, hindi lang 20 pamilya, hindi lang 15 na pamilya, pero 100 families yung nakinabang, yung nagkaroon ng um, konting pagpangkain lang during the pandemic season. And ito yung sinabi ni Brickster, ito yung sinulat niya eh. Medyo malalim na Tagalog. Pero sabi niya, napagtanto ko na ang Diyos kailanman di magbabago. He is our promise-keeping, way-maker, and miracle-working God. Bakit ako mangangamba? Lalo na't mayroon akong Diyos na laging nakaprotekta. Amazing, di ba? See that, hindi pa man election season, we can already participate in what God is doing for His people, for His kingdom, for our nation. God can bring confidence through the lives, through the works of His people, through us. Sabihin mo, gagamitin ako ni God. God's providence is not just about financial provision or favor from the president, from the king, like what Nehemiah experienced. Yung providence ni God sa atin, I believe, is hope. Hope dun sa mga maliliit na bagay na kaya natin gawin. Si Brickster, he expressed that hope by helping people. And through that small act, na-express niya, ano ba talaga yung ibig sabihin ng gospel? Ano ba talaga yung ibig sabihin na si Jesus yung sagot sa pagbabago natin? Si Jesus yung sagot sa problema natin? The gospel is what will change the lives of His people. Jesus is the ultimate answer for the transformation of our nation. And as we end, can we invite, can I invite everyone to stand? No, as I end, here's my challenge sa bawat isa, in, including me. You know, now hearing all of this, na pwede pala akong gamitin na God, pwede pala akong maging instrument of His providence, meron pala akong magagawa. Tulad nung ginawa ni Nehemiah, in building the walls of Jerusalem in yung ginawa ni Brickster to become an answered prayer sa community niya, sa ibang families, sa bansa natin. Yung mga, yung act na yun, it might seem small. Pero how about us? Tayo. How can we demonstrate the gospel to where we are right now? May naiisip ba tayong ways ngayon para maging provision, para maging answered prayer sa buhay ng ibang tao. Maliit na bagay, malaki na bagay, it will create an impact for the transformation of our nation. We can be an answered prayer for someone's life. Pwede nating tulungan tumayo yung isang nadapa. We can be an instrument para mas maging better yung nation natin. Pwede tayong magsimula ng pagbabago sa bansa natin. Maliliit na bagay na kaya natin gawin. In fact, pwede natin alalahanin eh. Nung pandemic season, paano ba ako nakasurvive? Nung pandemic season, paano ba ako ni-rescue ni God? Paano ba nag-provide si God sa akin? Imagine those moments na feeling natin hopeless yung situation natin. 
Paano nag-provide si God sa atin? Paano, paano mo na-experience yung providence ni God sa life natin? You know, I remember so many people na naging instrument para magpatuloy. You know, yung mga taong tumulong sa atin na bumangon ulit. They are the greatest example, greatest instrument of God's providence in our lives. One of the greatest things that He can provide for us is through our community. And through those people, na demonstrate natin yung gospel, napapatunayan natin si Jesus talaga yung sagot sa problema natin. By demonstrating the gospel to other people, we're saying, hindi ka nag-iisa. You're not alone in this. Gusto mo ng comfortable life? You know, hindi yung mga tumatakbo ngayon sa election yung makakapag-promise ng storm-free life. Not even us. Hindi namin mapapromise sa inyo na magiging madali yung buhay. Pero we can overcome anything kapag tayo-tayo yung magtutulungan na tumayo. Maaasahan ba namin sa inyo na pag may isang nadapa, tayo yung tutulong na tumayo sa tao na yon. We can be God's provision to someone else's life today. Ang question lang, will you allow God to use you to become that someone natutulong sa kapwa niyang tumayo. Let's pray. Lord, thank you kasi yun yung ginagawa ng gospel sa buhay namin. Yun yung ginawa mo para sa amin. At patuloy mong ginagawa. Lord, thank you that because of what you've done on the cross, we can stand together We can believe once again for um, your providence. We can believe for a better family. We can believe for a better situation. Kasi ikaw yung sagot. Lord, tulad nung vision ni Nehemiah to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, sobrang laki nun. But God, help us to be like Nehemiah who also prayed who also believed. Lord, thank you. Thank you because today I know you're changing something in our hearts. Lord, sobrang laki ng vision to change the campus, to change the world. Parang yung sitwasyon ko lang sa pamilya ngayon, eh, parang kaya pa ba to? May mangyayari pa ba sa buhay namin? But Lord, help us to always, always, always trust in You. I pray that You give us faith during those times, Lord, na kami mismo hirap ng bumangon. Lord, bring someone into our lives na tutulong sa amin tumayo. In fact, not only that, Lord, help us, Lord, to become that someone, to help other people as well. 
na tumayo sila, Lord. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your ultimate provision that you have given us, Jesus Christ. Lord, right now, we're just trusting you, Lord, our lives. Even, Lord, yung, yung future ng nation namin. We believe, Lord, that you're, do, you're already doing something, Lord, para sa transformation ng buhay namin, Lord. Thank you. We glorify you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Grabe. Grabe lang yung pinreach Coach Gwena na yun. Na ang solid, di ba, Coach Lowell? Na yeah. It's, ah, uh, yung yung kung paano gumalaw si God sa life ni Nehemiah na yung provision at yung providence na talagang uh, yung binigay ni God sa kanila habang tinatayo yung wall and natuwa lang din ako dito kasi uh, dito pinakita ni God kung paano na kahit uh, kahit na ba nasa small position tayo meron at meron tayong magagawa andun na yung providence ni God nasa maliit na position man tayo kahit na insignificant yung position na meron tayo ngayon meron at meron kasi tayong uh, role o meron at meron tayong uh, providence kay God na ano ba yung uh, gustong gawin ni God sa life natin ano ba, saan ba tayo gagamitin ni God saan ba tayo pwede maging providence sa iba Kasi sabi din dito, the, the providence of God is the hope. And that hope is the one na we can share sa other people, na we can share, uh, we can be uh, example to other people. Na sila din, magagamit nila yun. Magagamit nila yung providence ni God na yun to help other people, to, to, to give that. providence din sa kanila sa ibang tao. So, yun. Ikaw, Coach Lowell, ano naman yung sa'yo? Yeah, agree ako doon, Sam, no, na, o oh, nga, no, even in the chapter 1, may providence na doon si God. Di ba nga, we know that Nehemiah was a cupbearer, and his position is a great providence. Na, imagine mo yun, he was a cupbearer, meaning meron na siyang relationship kay King. Di ba? Kay King right. Art. Di ba na, Grabe lang yon. Na sometimes we see our position right now, di ba? Na parang aliit-liit natin. Di ba? Parang ang insignificant ng position natin. Pero even in our position right now, di ba? Meron dong providence si God that you're seemingly small and, ins- and insignificant position right now but can be God's promise. Providence in our life, diba? In our campus, in our family, and even in our nation. And one thing lang din dito na napansin ko, Sam, and natutunan natin, na maging consistent talaga tayo sa prayer. Diba? Yeah. Grabe lang yon. na dinibiin talaga dito. Biroin mo yun, week three na tayo. Hindi tayo gagraduate sa prayer. That being consistent, diba? In prayer, na sometimes parang ang hirap mag-pray, mangyayari pa ba to? But, Nehemiah waited for four months, diba? Para makausap yung king, diba? And even, nun, nun nakausap niya na at tinanong siya ng king, ano ba yung request mo, Nehemiah? Nag-pray pa din siya. 
But imagine that that in that prayer he build courage, he build confidence to ask the king ano ba yung request niya, ano ba yung kailangan niya. 'Di ba? Na and also don't stop in praying, but also we pray and we also act. Sobrang halaga noon, 'di ba? That we cannot just wait on God for the different open doors. And don't act on it. Kailangan nating gawin parehas, di ba? That we pray and we also act. That we need to pray, listen, and act. And must remember that ultimately it is God who will give us open doors and lead us to opportunities. Grabe, napaka-powerful nun sa mo. Sobra. Actually, na-amaze nga ako sa ano eh, doon sa story ni Brickster, di ba? Na... Mm-hmm. binanggit ni Coach Wena na grabe lang din yung providence ni God sa buhay niya sa buhay ng family niya na di ba yung lolo niya talagang nagka-COVID din talagang yung kung ako man din yun yung yung lolo lola lola natin lolo lola natin hmm. pag nagka pag tawag dito nagkasakit uh, lalo na ngayong COVID so napakadelikado na kahit na ganun grabe yung providence ni God na di ba sa second test nagnegative then d- naggrabe lang din yung binigay na hope ni God sa family niya na dahil dun sa hope na yun nagawa nila na maglagay mag ano ng community pantry na grabe yung hope na yun it helped more than just one family it helped so many family with that with that hope na grabe grabe lang din yung providence ni God and syempre with that sige uh, let's close this up and let's close it up with this, with this prayer uh, Lord thank you Lord thank you for uh, always giving us the providence giving us provisions giving us na uh, everything na kailangan namin to prepare for our future na there, there is hope there is hope in even in the lowest point in our lowest point Lord God andun pa rin yung hope binibigyan mo pa rin kami ng hope at hindi mo kami hinahayaan Lord na uh, talagang malugmok talagang Uh, magstay dun sa lowest point na yun. Pero binibigyan mo kami, Lord, ng strength. Binibigyan mo kami, Lord, ng wisdom. Binibigyan mo kami, na Lord, ng heart at syempre ng hope to stand up and to uh, then, to bring uh, to be the salt and light then. So, yun. Uh, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, this we pray. Amen and amen. So, amen. And amen. Grabe yun, Sam, no? Week 3 pa lang tayo. May tatlo pang susunod na linggo. Imagine yeah. mo diba? And we are so excited. Ano pa yung mga pag-uusapan natin dito? But before that, if dito nakikinig ka, nakikurious ka, diba? Na, and gusto mo lang di ma-process, you want to encourage you to be, be part of our community. Ayun, we have life groups talking about life, leadership, integrity, faith, and excellence. Ayun, na i-PM nyo lang yung page namin sa Facebook. Ayun, Every Nation Campus Kabanatuan. Ayun, so see you again next episode. Bye!